Warning. What you're about to experience may get offensive, sexual and orgasmic. Relax, you'll like it when Sapphire's through with you. Pour the wine and press play for Sapphire's Play. motherfuckers out there in radio land this is your girl the one and only ms radio sapphire sapphire if you're extra fucking nasty all right so we're in the month of december two weeks in to december we got christmas coming up and i just found out through the news today december 11th is the most prominent time when you and your significant other might break up and i'll tell you why it's smack dab in the middle of the holidays you got 14 days before Christmas. I mean, some people like to count Christmas Eve like I do, but then other people like to count Christmas Day. So again, you got 15, you know, 14 days to Christmas. Then you got New Year's Day 20 days later. So it's like people don't want to stay committed, but cuffing season. Now, people are like, what the fuck is cuffing season? Cuffing season is not necessarily when you want to say that you're in a relationship, but you definitely are cuffed up to somebody so you can keep warm for the holidays. You know, it's cold out. I don't know how it is in um, other parts of the world, but here in LA, it's butt fucking cold. It might not snow, but it still gets freezing cold. And this is when everybody wants to start cuddling up, getting all cozy by the fire, getting lit with some wine like I am right now. And you want to get naked and start fucking. I get it. Totally get it, people. But unlike me, I mean, I, do I call it cuffing season? I really don't because, first of all, my booty calls are not getting shit from me besides sex. I'm not buying you a motherfucking gift. Like, the fuck? You're not my man. You're not my lady. So I don't have to feel committed to, you know, buy you a gift. But cuffing season, sex in the wintertime goes up and motherfuckers get pregnant and all that shit. So tonight, I do want to talk about the cupping season epidemic. Everybody finding the need to find a boo. But then they get the boo, and then somebody gets a little sexually latched on. And then they expect gifts and all this around the holidays. Again, cupping season does not mean like, oh... You have to be in a relationship. They just call it cupping season because everybody likes to couple. And again, you might as well just call it let's fuck in the wintertime and break up before New Year's, then get back together, then break up right before Valentine's Day. Period. That's what you gotta do. <laughs> men and women, let's let's not just badger the men tonight. Men and women both have the tendency of not taking a relationship too seriously but what kind of gets you there to not taking it more seriously then also let me just tell you this some a few people ask me you know why do you keep making these disclaimers about not having you know having too many dick pics on your feed do you really get that many dick pics yes i get a lot of dick pics and i've said it once and i've said it again those who follow me before shade 45 i used to work in the porn industry for radio that's why a lot of porn stars are my friends that's why you see a lot of porn stars that come on to here and of course it's sexuality based so everybody feels the need to flood me with their dicks on snapchat and on twitter and i get it guys you 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 don't get a girl all the time that can tell you right off the bat like yo i like your fucking cock let's do this i get it i understand but at the same time there's a difference there's a big difference you guys Please, when you're going to flood a dick pic, at least ask the chick first. Then on top of that, just because I am a sexual person does not mean I always want to see penis in the face. I'm very sexually forward. And if you're wondering what being sexually forward is, it's basically just coming out and saying, you want to fuck somebody? I'm going to tell you, you will know when you want to be fucked by Sapphire. You will know when I'm saying I'm ready to have sex with you because I will flat out say I want to have sex with you. I'm so sick and tired of these motherfuckers hitting me up and wanting to play games. Just come out and say it. you're hitting me up at such and such time because you want to have sex. Why do you play the fucking mind games and just not come out and say it? And that's why I put on the Twitter post of the week, you know, I said, would you want somebody to be, is there such a thing as being too sexually forward when it comes to getting laid? And, you know, would you want 
someone to be sexually for when it comes to getting laid. 88% of you guys said yes, you want that person to be sexually forward and you should be sexually forward when it comes to getting laid. Others be said in between. And I agree with the in-betweeners. And if you're probably questioning why did you put in-between, because there is such a thing as being sexually forward and not being too much, okay? Some people like to just shove a dick pic or shove a tit pic and a pussy pic and just that's how people are supposed to know like, yo, I want to fuck. Then there's the people who like to do the texting and they'll do the like, hey, what's up? What are you doing? Okay, just come out and say it. It's 1130 at night. I'm fucking horny. Do you want to fuck? They're the people who like to text around and play the games around that. Then, then there's also the people who are just not sexually forward and they do this whole run around the track and by then it's like two o'clock in the morning and still nobody's getting their dick wet. No one's getting their pussy eaten. It's just a shit show. Period. It's a shit show. It's a total shit show. So I'm asking you guys tonight, and the phone lines are going to be open right now, 323-375-4018. Whitney, you've already called in, so you need to hold off on the call. Um, but I am opening the line to other people, 375-4018. Aw, shit. Let me not have that on. Again, that is 323 375-4018. Have you ever been in a situation where you're too sexually forward than your own partner or maybe your partner was more sexually forward than you? I want to hear from you. 375-4018 and that's 323-375-4018. All right. Again, here's another thing. Women try to say that the men are usually the most sexually forward and I don't I do not agree with that. I feel like women and men can be sexually forward in their own right. Now, the way that men do it versus the way that women do it, it's a lot different. And it might come across as being a little bit too sexually thirsty. And y'all know what thirsty means. It's just like you're like a dog humping somebody's leg. It's just too much. It's too much for the taking. So let me give you the perfect example. So you know that I am single and I absolutely love my singledom and I love having my options. Now there's this guy that another college guy who we haven't had sex yet, but he wants to. And he doesn't seem to understand that once again, like I said in last week's episode, I'm not the type of person that's going to just text you all the sexual things that I'm about. I'm going to be sexually forward to the part where I'm like, look, I live by myself. If you have a roommate, just come on over. We'll do this. Then they ask me, well, what are you into? How about this? You come over and you find out instead of telling you, why don't I show you? Because telling all that shit, it just, it does nothing. It does nothing. And then on top of that, if I start selling the person, well, I like to have my ass smacked. I like to get my pussy eaten. I like to get my booty eaten. I like some freaky shit. I like to sit on your face until you fucking pass out. I like to squirt. But if I say I'm a squirter, then you're going to be like, oh, I'm so determined to squirt. And then some guys, believe it or not, they got turned off that I said I'm a squirter, which I understand. It could be a turn on or a turn off. It's not for everybody. It's not every fourth day. Just like I don't really suck dick, but I know in order to get my pussy eaten, I'm going to have to suck some dick once in a while. But I'm also going to tell the guy like, look, I don't like to do A, B and C. Plus, if I'm telling you all of my no's and my yeses now, it really doesn't make the conversation that leads up to sex here at the lair really fun. Because what I like to do is kind of have like a consensual agreement and I pull out all the stops. I bring out the sex toys and I lay it out and I'll be like, do you want to try this tonight? If not, okay, cool. Then we'll just be PG about it and we'll just have regular sex. And if you want to whip me later, then we can do that. If you want to play with the Hitachi with me later, then we'll do that. You know, I like to build up fucking levels. And especially if I don't know what the fuck you're working with. And all you want to do is just talk about all this sexual shit. Like you're not being sexually forward at this point. You're just being sexually aggravating. <laughs> and that aggravates me (laughs) excuse me y'all with me or against me oh my god went down the wrong hole 
start talking about sex. <laughs> start tearing up. Having them crocodile tears like I'm <clears throat> sucking some dick. Low Jesus. <clears throat> so anyways, again, when it comes to, I'm fine. So anyways, when it comes to the sexual anxiety of a person, and we talked about that as well last week, the sexual anxiety can build up on this. Some people like to use their fear of the sexual nature and they kind of use it in putting it into their sexual forwardness. But again, if you start saying all the shit that sounds right on paper and that person doesn't understand where you're really coming from and you're just playing a fantasy, it's going to fuck up the mood and I'll tell you why. Let's talk about when a woman expects to be choked out during sex. And I mean, you claim that you have a 10 inch dick that's thick and it's girthy and you keep saying that you're gonna make her choke on it when she starts sucking on you and all that. Then she comes down to it, she's about to suck your dick. You don't have that 10 inch dick. In fact, your dick is maybe like a five, six. It's skinny. It's hairy. It's not exactly what you built up to be. So if you're going to be sexually forward, can you please come correct and, you know, get down to it. Get down to it. Stop fucking lying. When you're sexually forward, you need to stop lying. So you want to talk about a sexual forward moment. Let me tell you about this week's sex campaign. So on Saturday... I went on a date with Squints. Squints and I, I'm not saying that we're dating or anything, but Squints and I, we kind of rehash things. And he took me out on Thursday for sushi. And then on Saturday, we decided to go to this local brewery. Well, not brewery, but like a pub house. So we go out to dinner, we're having a good conversation. And it, it's kind of cute because he's not much of a sexual person like I am, but yet... He's not 100% comfortable in hearing if I have sex with anybody else. So, you know, I try to keep all of that just like away from him when we're hanging out. But he needs to understand that we're also just not together. I hope he's not watching because he's a sweet guy, but I don't want him to get the wrong idea. So we go out for a good wine and um, conversation, have a cup of beers, and we decide to take it to a bar. So we go to this bar that he was telling me that is usually popping. So we go in there. This bar is fucking empty as shit and it's Saturday night it's like almost 11 30 and I'm like where the fuck are the people and then on top of that the person in it and then the people in it it was just like everybody was on like a like it was just on some you know when you're you know someone's going through some shit so every song at the bar they pick is like something really sappy something really sad and just like slice my wrist so here I am you know I'm feeling the drinks. I've been vaping and all that. And my body was just like, okay, I just want to go home and fuck. So we start drinking. Hi, Sean. Oh God, this is going to be embarrassing. Don't hate me audio. So anyways, we're going on this date or whatever. And we're at the bar. We start drinking. My, I start feeling my Jack and Coke, which is literally just all Jack. And he starts pulling me closer into his crotch area and we're trying to dance to this sappy ass music. And I could clearly tell that, I don't know if it was the weed talking or the drink talking, but clearly he was just like, I can't wait to go and fuck the shit out of you. And I'm thinking to myself like, hold up, that's my line. Second of all, that was a little bit too forward. And we're in the bar, and you're a little bit too noisy, and a little bit too handsy. Like, I'm not feeling that right now. So I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Let me just excuse myself. <laughs> Go to the restroom. Take a couple of totes. And maybe my horniness will get back. Because I'm like, damn, it's Saturday. I had to babysit the next day, but I really, 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 really wanted to have sex. I've been so sexually pent up and there's a certain person who already knows that I really miss his cock, his beautiful chocolate cock. So I was just like, fuck, I need to get it. Speaking of now, another penis is texting me, but it's very nice. But anyways, it's nice getting those options. So going back, come back from the bathroom. He's 
obviously drank a little bit too much. So I decided like, let's just do that. You have my number audio. That's all I'm going to say. You have my number. So you should take a pause and come over. So anyways, we take it back to my place. I decide to drive my own car back to, you know, back home. And I didn't want this guy in my house. I really did not want the guy in my house. You know, sometimes where you're just like, you want to have sex, but you don't want to have sex in your house because you just like cleaned it up. You don't want to make a mess. In my case, I put down the news sheets and I was like, I really don't want to have sex in my bed tonight. I really don't want to do the whole cleaning thing, all that. Like I really, and I know that with this guy, because of how he fucks me, I squirt a lot. So it's like, nah, I'm not going to do that tonight. So... As we turn the car off, I look at him and I was like, take off your pants. And he's like, what? I was like, take off your fucking pants. He was like, what what the fuck are you talking about? I was like, just take off your goddamn pants. He was like, okay. I was like, you're fucking in the car right now. He's like, in the garage right now. I was like, yes, you're going to fuck me in the car, in the backseat right now. Well, the man didn't have a condom, so I made him go get a condom come back into the garage this motherfucker was like running like it was the damn marathon and we start fucking in my car and he was just like i've never had a girl just like pull herself towards me and just say i want to fuck right now i'm like well then welcome to my world this is what happens i'm horny and we're gonna do it now if audio was here i already have a plan and it's a genius plan and it involves the elevator. But you would have to find out that later. Because <laughs> I really want to have sex in my elevator before I move out. But anyways, so we're just like, we're fucking in the car. We're fogging up the windows. I got the music going. The music playlist is running. And it's just working. I mean, he's pulling me deep inside. Like, his pants were completely off. My pants, I was wearing leggings, so I was ready to go. Honey was not wearing panties. I just pulled those motherfuckers down. I was just like hopping on his dick. And I hadn't had sex in the backseat of my Kia Soul, like at all. So I really, really was just like, oh, this is exciting. And I wanted to put the seat backs, but it's not that, it's not that big enough. So here we are, you know, and then at one point he, Mr. Splints just picks me up in the car slams me back down and he just starts ramming it to the point where one leg is literally above my head and I'm making a footprint mark like you can see my foot just scraping against the window so I'm like basically head over like ah, ah, like that but I'm not about to fall but I was just getting pounded I, I could feel myself squirting. He he's about to come, and I think he came to. Uh, he said he claimed he didn't come, but he actually did bust like two nights, which was ridiculous. Like, how do you not know you're about to come, guys? So the condom was just like done. So afterwards, I just like he was just done. He was just spent, and he's just like, oh my god, you need to open up the windows. I'm gonna die of heat exhaustion. I mean, the car was steamier than the Titanic love scene. That's really what it was. It was just like, I was drenched in sweat. He was drenched in sweat. And then after that, I was just like, all right, you have a good night. You get better though. I passed out. I went and I went to sleep. Now getting up the next morning, I had to go babysit. I came downstairs and my battery to my car had run down because I left the backlight open. So sometimes being... Too sexually forward, you guys can get you into shit trouble. And this is now the second time in the second car that I've done this to where I've had car sex. The first time was in my old convertible with my ex-girlfriend at the time when we were first dating. And once again, I was late to a job because my car battery ran down because I just, I'm sexually forward when I want it and I'm going to take it. Like, oh, let me tell you this. I had a girl in my bed the other night. I really, really had to hold it in with all my power to tell myself that I was not going to fuck this girl. There's nothing more than a person that clearly knows that you want to fuck 
and you're literally just laying in the bed and there's that awkward silence where you guys like know that one or the other has to initiate it and you're both sexually forward people so it has nothing to do with like oh I don't know if I should make the move or not it was more like okay who's gonna do it first I literally stayed up for an hour in bed next to this hot chick and I watched her fall asleep and I watched my opportunity for me to just plop it on her face because we've had this discussion before like just oh you know we can have sex like you can initiate sex when I'm sleeping it was so hard for me to have this chick in my bed and not try to fuck I don't know. Lately with the women, I can't be sexually forward like I used to. Like, I used to just be able to look at a chick and just be like, I really want to make out with you. Okay, let's make out. And then I would tell, and take it even further. Like, it's really hard for me to just tell a chick I want to bang her. Like, I'm stuck in the middle right now. The two individuals know who exactly they are. And I told them, they both have Santa outfits. And I said, all I want for Christmas is the two of y'all in this lair and come sit on Santa's lot. God, I'm such a lesbian. I swear to God, I'm such a lesbian. It's it's kind of sickening, you guys. But like, I really just want to bang two of my hottest girlfriends in their Santa outfits <clears throat> for Christmas. That's really what I want. Like, and then of course I want my chocolate penis at the end. I really love my chocolate penis. And he knows I miss his cock. I think he's still on the line if he didn't go to work, but I miss him. It, yeah, baby. Yes. I want he he's ecstatic on the uh on the audio. <laughs> but um yeah. Um I want I want a Santa's naughty threesome. I want it all. I want it fucking all. So what do you do when you deal with people who are sexually forward? I mean, does it really all the time end up with the fact of how a person says like, oh, I want to fuck or is it everything that leads up to it? I'll tell you this. There's this guy on Tinder who popped up on my Snapchat on Sunday and he was the one that I screenshotted the the um the tag because I told him I don't really like seeing your penis like what the fuck like I don't really fucking know you why are you shoving your cock into my face and then I looked at that penis again and I said you know what I do recognize this penis and I wonder why I rejected him first of all his penis was ugly second of all this motherfucker didn't have a car this was the motherfucker that expected me to uber him so he can come and bone it out because he said he was good for it Guys, again, that's not being sexually forward. That's just being sexually thirsty, okay? If you can't even pay for your own goddamn Uber to come get some pussy, you you have failed. You have failed. If you really got a question why you don't get any pussy, ask yourself this. Do I travel for the pussy? If you said no, then you can mark that as, one, this is why I don't get laid. Two, this is why you're also not getting pussy. Because your reasoning of sexual forwardness is just automatically putting a girl, um, putting a dick in a girl's face. And we're talking about on the FaceTime, on the Snapchat, and on text message. That's no longer being sexually forward. That's being sexually thirsty. Then, then you wonder why you're not getting laid. Then you pull this stop. You go on Instagram, you go on Twitter. And you fucking broadcast that shit. You fucking broadcast that shit. You broadcast that shit all the time saying like, oh, I'ma hit that. But you're really not going to. You're really not going to. I'm gonna take this hit of weed. For all the motherfuckers out there who question themselves daily, so far, how come I don't get any pussy? Maybe because you start putting your dick in someone's face too early, okay? And then there's the motherfuckers like this one right here. I'm never getting laid. No, you're never getting laid because you keep telling yourself you're never going to get fucking laid. Okay? Again, Sapphire is here to help you. Sapphire is here to help you. But again, ladies, let's give a challenge. Men, let's give a challenge. And I'm not talking about the challenge of, okay, when a girl says no the first time, 
perfect example. I'm telling you, all my stories this week is like Snapchat galore because motherfuckers pissed me off this week. A man clearly had said he felt entitled that I show him my ass because we talked on Tinder and we exchanged phone numbers. So I told him, I don't show nudity. Well, I'm just asking for side cheek. Is it attached to my ass? Yes. Are you asking me to show bare ass? Yes. From the side? Yes. Then that's asking for nudes. I'm so sick of this shit. If I say no, it's no. And again, that's not being sexually forward. That's just being stupid. If you want to fucking see somebody's ass, go onto a porn site and type in ass. Okay? Then put my face on that booty and there you go. Boom. Instant wetness. Instant fucking wetness. I'm showing up as it is on my fucking Snapchat to give enough to the motherfucking attention of you dumb fucking thirsty ass jerk offs called men. And I'm not saying it to all men. I'm saying it to the men who clearly keep asking me over and over again. Can I see your ass? You talk about you have all this good sex game and blah, blah, blah. I show enough to lead to the imagination. And if you're lucky, you might get this pussy, but you're gonna respect this fucking pussy to gain fucking entry. Blink, blank, shut the fuck up and go jerk off in your hand. Baby, they are so thirsty. And this is why men like audio get to have me. I can't wait to show you the text messages, babe. You will fucking crack up. You'll fucking crack up. Going back, I'm no longer talking on the Periscope. And again, I am taking phone calls 323-375-4018. The number is also on the Periscope line. But again, again, being too nice can also lead to the demise of being sexually forward. And I'll tell you why. When a girl is being nice and she starts, you know, flirting with you guys and she might like send you a nice little tease pick. Y'all fuck it up immediately by saying, oh, send me a pick. I just sent you a pick. You disrespect her when you say, send me more picks. Because you sound like a Neanderthal. We're going to give you a little to give you a little taste. It's called, you know, beauty is the eye and the beholder. No chill at all. I agree. No chill at all. But I swear to God, I need to start like collectively text and showing the text messages that I get. Or like today on Tinder, for instance, I wake up to this message from this cute little nerd boy. And he ruined it by saying, you thick. And I mean, he put T-H-I-C-C. And then the next thing he says, it will really turn me on if you put it in your ass or something like that. I understand it's Tinder and I'm not asking for Prince Charming as a hookup, but at the same time, you're a fucking asshole. And I'm glad he, you know, got off. (laughs) But it's a fucking idiot. Like, again, there's such thing as being sexually forward and just saying, you know what? You're, you're very pretty. And if you don't mind me by saying, I'd really like to go and have sex with you. I'm the type of woman that's like, yeah, I'd really like to have sex with you too. It's really not that hard. Bring me wine, start a good conversation. And then maybe if you hit the feel for it, if the environment is good, then you can maybe say, I'd really like to have sex with you. Can I fuck you? You don't maybe start off with just saying, can I have sex with you? Don't just say, I want to fuck you. Cause I know for a fact, a lot of my girlfriends, they're kind of taken aback when the guy's like, Oh my God, I want to fuck the shit out of you. If you're going to fuck the shit out of me, fucking mean it. Cause people who do fuck the shit out of me, they fucking mean it. And they don't even have to tell me. I just fucking know. They just, they take it. Again, here's another thing. 
You can create sexual tension without being sexual at all. It all just starts with the body language. Your body language is already being sexually forward enough. And I'll tell you why, guys, especially. If a woman is kind of like opening up her body as to a way where she wants like her legs to touch you or she opens up her legs enough just to the point where it's like, okay, yes, we can have a nice conversation now. Then that's okay to make your move. You know, do the whole gesture of the arm. And guys, just don't, don't do the whole, uh, uh, just, just grab her. Just grab her. You'll know. You'll fucking know. You'll know. Okay. Also, Men, I need you to stop being so scared of approaching attractive women. Sometimes that is the best way of being forward because a lot of women who are attractive, they don't get, you know, it's always like you wonder why there's an ugly man with a bomb ass chick. That's because that ugly ass man took a chance and said, you know what? I'm gonna be bold and talk to her. Now, again, if you're not approaching the woman in a nice, respectful manner, then she has all by means to kind of shut it down. But again, if you notice the body language of a woman, it's really not that fucking hard. And you can be sexually forward just by fucking looking at the chick. The girl's body is opening up. If I'm having a conversation with you and we're sitting on the couch and my legs are opening up to you, I might, you know, put my hand on your knee. You know, I might rub it. I might even touch your pecs. I might touch your shoulders. That's me being forward and being like, okay, you can come a little closer. You can meet me halfway. I'm not saying grab her booty instantly. I'm not saying grab for the titties, grab for the face, but that's obviously saying, hey, I'm warming up to you. We can do this. Let's meet, you know, let's mingle, meet halfway. Now to the guys who are like, how do I approach that attractive woman? Don't... Don't get too caught up. Like, don't do the whole, like, stupid, like, hey, how you doing? Why are you here by yourself kind of thing? Just start a normal conversation. Maybe, you know, try to see what she's doing first. If she's on her phone, obviously she doesn't want to be bothered. So don't go and approach a chick that's looking down at her phone and be like, so what are you doing? Obviously, I don't want to be bothered. But if you see a girl, you're at a sports bar. She might be watching the game on, you know, she's maybe, you know, by herself drinking beer, whatever. And she's looking at the game. Obviously, she's maybe mingling with the other patrons and she's like, you know, all right. So just ask her, what team are you rooting for? Maybe she doesn't have any indication. Again, guys, she can be fucking banging and you could be a number two. And But the fact of the matter is, is that you're paying attention to what the fuck she's doing. You're not just paying attention to the fact that she's an attractive fucking hot lady. Think of this way. Guys, the hot women are more, more than likely not receptive to the whole you're beautiful thing. So don't try to say you're beautiful right off the bat. Start off the conversation and just say, I noticed you're watching the game. Who are you rooting for? Then go from there. If she, you know, replies back and it's all playfully and flirtatiously, then fine, flirt back with her, buy her a drink. Ask her if she wants another drink. Maybe, you know, say, are you, you know, once you guys start to uh, conversate, you know, starting the conversation out that, you know, then kind of move in and be like, um, you know, is the seat taken? Maybe we can watch the game together and then go from there. Feel it out. The whole point of being forward and then leading into being sexually forward is to also pay attention to facts. I know it's hard when a girl has a long cleave line. Like, guys, I understand that you guys love my boobs. But it's kind of fucking awkward when you're being sexually forward on a picture of me and my nephew. That's kind of weird. Kind of nasty. Kind of pedophilia. Like, oh, lucky, lucky, you know, lucky guy laying on them pillows. Yes, he loves his auntie's pillows. That's being a little bit too sexually forward and a little bit too sexually creepy. And the person that said hi from Texas, what up, boo? Again, you know, stop being afraid of being rejected. I understand fear rejection is a big thing. I've been rejected and I handle it very well. You know how I handle it? Because you guys usually reject me after the fact that I tell you no. And guys, let me tell you again, when a girl says no, and obviously you were sexually interested in her five minutes ago before she told you off, don't go and say, oh, well, you know, 
you ain't shit anyways. You fucking ugly anyways. You know, I just want to see your titties. Like, shut the fuck up. You would not hit me up if you didn't think your it got your dick all hard. Baby, stop it. <laughs> so again, stop being afraid of rejection and just go out there and start a conversation. Here's another thing. Guys, this is where you all mess up too. All right, I gotta block somebody for a second because I'm getting irritated. All right. Now we can have a peace of mind and don't have to worry about somebody watching fucking Ice Age right now. All right. Here's another thing, guys, where we, the men go wrong. A lot of guys think that you know, they have to go through life thinking that they haven't been able to succeed with women so far, so therefore they're completely helpless. Newsflash, guys, we sense that. We definitely sense that. I, I cannot tell you, as a woman, we already have our insecurities, so don't impose your insecurities. Oh, we got a phone call. Sapphire's earplay, you're live. I might have Whitney. You just completely disrespected the Periscope guidelines. As I said, we're not talking about random things in your daytime. But thank you for calling. Have a nice day. Hi, <laughs> yi. Anybody else has something valid to bring to this? We are talking about, you know, I don't know, sex. We're talking about, oh, I don't know. You know, paying attention to detail. Oh, I don't know. We're talking about being sexually forward. Well, here we go. I'm being forward. I don't give a fuck that you were watching Ice Age. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. So if you're going to talk about Ice Age, go to an Ice Age chat room with a bunch of other children and do your thing. Let's get back to the show. So again... Guys, you go around thinking that you're not going to succeed with women because of the, the fact that you've had no success at all. I understand. But Brad is saying, oh, I never have a woman. You know, I can never get a woman. I can never get a woman to beg me. I can never get a woman to do this. And you're saying this in front of a woman. Again, that's not being sexually forward. That's being a little bit too backwards. The whole fact of the matter is when it comes to sex, you want to build sexual confidence, you guys. You want to build that confidence. Why would you want to deal with someone who has lesser insecurities than yourself? We all have our problems, but then you add sex in the mix with another problem with their own personal issues. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's like Game of Thrones shitting the bed on everything sacred. Okay, maybe that wasn't a really good example, but you get what I'm saying. It's just, it's a shit show. Two insecure people having sex? Oh my God, that would be a nightmare. Oh my God, can you feel it? Oh my God, in the iron. Oh my God, do you feel it? Is it good? Is it good? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you like it when I do that? Oh, don't touch my fat rolls. Oh, don't touch my pee pee like that. It, it just, it doesn't work. It really doesn't work. And I'm glad, I'm glad that you guys understand. It just doesn't work. So again, you can be forward. You can be honest and say, you know what? It's been a while since I've been with somebody. Play along with me. That's fine, but when you're just flat out saying like, oh my God, my ass ex, like we didn't have sex for two years and I haven't had sex with a woman in three months and I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Don't give me a laundry list as to why you can't get laid. Show me, show me why, why. And exactly, audio is correct. It's all about seductive eye contact and sex and compliments, teasing and making you want it. Yes, exactly. Thank you. It's nailing the needle on the head. Being sexually forward is looking at that person in the eye and you're showing them why they deserve to have sex with you. And I'm not saying that you say that they deserve to have sex with you. I'm saying you gotta see it with your mind and your body. Your body, your body language is what's gonna really seal the deal. Again, I can't stress it enough. Start a good conversation. Don't just jump into the sex stuff. Get to know the partner. Regardless if they're a booty call for the night or whatnot, have good conversation, then have good sex. I'm serious. Foreplay with the mind 
asking certain questions that are really going to turn on the partner. And I mean, it doesn't even have to be like, you know, using the naughty language. Like, I do you like it when men like finger your pussy in this direction? I'm talking about how often does your vagina get action? Something like that. Intellectual conversations are the most sexiest thing a person can stimulate in the bedroom. And confidence gets you all the time. Exactly. The ugliest person can have the most sexual confidence and they're the ones that are getting laid more than the person who has the hot face but no confidence. Being sexually forward is being honest and open and true, fucking true to what the fuck you want. I and sexually for it because I am confident in the sex that I'm giving. Minus the fact that I have my own insecurities that I'm a thick woman and I might break a motherfucker who's skinnier than me. I still, at the end of the day, I own up to my sex game. I don't gotta prove to you shit. I don't gotta prove shit to you. I don't gotta prove on paper. I'm gonna show you. And if you don't like it, then fine, it wasn't for you. But I know at the end of the day what I'm good for. I want to let you know about the misfitsnetwork.com. That's the misfitsnetwork.com. You can subscribe to all of our channels under one hub. If you just go to the misfitsnetwork.com, check it out. Sapphire Zero Play is on there. We got hormones podcasts, awkward moments, and one of my personal favorites, poop culture. So check out the misfitsnetwork.com. Make sure to also subscribe to them through iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Clamor. All right, back to Sapphire's Airplay. No, got motherfuckers all talking all random while we're talking to have sex. So now that we're talking about that, it's time for my favorite fucking moments. Moment of the show when we get a little crazy. It's time for the day sex and confused news. Dazed, sexed, confused. <laughs> Dazed, sexed, confused. All right. I don't know where to begin. Now, I live in an apartment. My landlord, she lives on the same floor as me, and she has a nice husband and two kids. I can never imagine, never fucking imagine this ever happening to me, but this shit happened. A landlord was caught having sex in the tenant's bed. Okay? A Colorado landlord is now facing a felony charge after a married couple caught him having sex with another man in their bed due to a phone app. So, you know, nowadays, security systems, they now send alerts, you know, to your phone. They send it to you. I'm saying phone. I'm pointing to my wrist. Your Google Watch. I mean, whatever fucking device you have now. They have security systems that now are applied through an app. I can tell you this. It was the craziest thing. So a friend of mine who just recently got engaged, when we were in New York this past year, she would say, oh, my God, I want to spy on my man. Like, let's see what he's doing. And I'm like, what do you mean spy on your man? She's like, oh, we got security cameras so we can watch the cat. But. I want to see what the fuck he's doing. So she turned on, you know, the app and we're literally watching her boyfriend, you know, walking to and from in his, in his chonies. She even said that there was one time she caught him, you know, jerking off and then she just hopped off on it after, you know, she got home from work. I think that's fucking cool. You can use that security system, but this motherfucker, this landlord took it too far. So apparently You know, the tenants, they had security cameras set up in four different rooms. And this is what the man saw in the video. He sees his landlord and another man taking off their clothes. And then all of a sudden they start fucking in the bed. When they were done, instead of just, you know, I don't know, just putting on the pants, the man completely finishes the man that the landlord is fucking completely finishes on the tenant's wife's dress. Oh, it doesn't stop there. The landlord decides to uh, spread his juices all over the sheets. And then they left like nothing happened. So now 
their um this apartment that they have which is uh, 1100 a month and it looks like it's a a one bedroom because it doesn't look like a studio at all like i'm looking at a screenshot you can go to the smokinggun.com but it, it seems like uh now the couple um they vacated the premises and they're now spending time at a super 8 motel where um one of the tenants is is employed that is fucked up. I, I want to know what to do. If my if I ever were to catch that's like I don't know what's worse. Cause I jokingly say like to friends who have stayed the night at my house and they're like, oh can I crash on your couch or whatever? I was like, yeah, fine. And if you bring somebody over, you can fuck on my couch. Like I'll clean it up. Like I'm a clean freak. I don't mind if you have sex in my bed. I mean, if you feel comfortable that you have sex in my bed, I mean, fine. Just know that the sex that you're probably going to have in my bed is probably not as good as the sex that I have in my bed. I'm just kidding. Concede a moment. And this was in Colorado. This was in Colorado. And like I said, if you want to see the screenshot of uh, the two men caught on camera, it's just a freeze frame. It's not the whole sex tape. Um, but I think they said the, the tape went on for eight minutes what does it say oh it's a six minute it was a six minute sex tape oh jesus christ and uh lubricant stain was left on the bed the uh jizz rag was was a dress that's so fucked up that's so fucked up what pisses me off is like the the tenant is not going to like give him money like if you have sex in my bed and you made me I had to leave like the fuck and then it makes you wonder how many tenants is he doing this to and it makes you even wonder how many other tenants out in America cause you know even though this story is in Colorado you know motherfuckers are bold enough to do this like elsewhere like I would I would not be a bit surprised if this was happening in Florida when I saw the headline I was like oh this is definitely Florida nope it was Colorado but again, it makes you really wonder, like, how far? Like, I've heard of tenants and landlords having, you know, issues like that. Two homegirls are in your bed right now. Well, shit, take a snap of it and send it to Ms. Radio Sapphire. You know I love the ladies, and so if you got them titties out, let me see the titties. Show me the titties. Snapchat that pussy. I want to see it. And seriously, it makes you think. It really makes you think. Like, I understand you're a landlord. You got to oversee things, but you took it too far. You're now fucking in my bed in a place that I pay you rent and security. And you just jizzed on my bed. You jizzed on my damn dress. Like, that's really fucked up. I, I really hope, I really hope that this couple gets money out of the lawsuit because this is bullshit. Go move me to a super eight because you jizzed on my fucking shit. That is bullshit. Oh, here's another story. It's kind of sad though because this person died, but apparently a man dies of emotional distress after being forced to clean a Walgreens bathroom. This is according. Um, this is according to. Um, the widow and uh, T Brown, she just said, I'm paying you to fuck in my bed. That's really what it wins. Okay, so the widow of a 69 year old man has sued a Walgreens store in Orlando, accusing them of holding her husband captive until he cleaned and mopped the store's bathroom. The woman claims that the humiliation of the experience caused emotional distress so severe that it killed her husband. The lawsuit was originally filed in the state court, but moved to a federal court on Monday. This is just this week, by the way. According to the suit, the the, the deceased the deceased husband went to the Walgreens where he had been a longtime customer. Holy shit! After using the bathroom at the store, store employees stopped the man as he tried to leave and physically escorted him back to the bathroom. This is according to the lawsuit. The employees insisted that the 69-year-old man clean the facility because you left a mess fucking all over the bathroom. That's at least what the suit said. For 20 minutes, the man was threatened and forced to clean and mop the bathroom before he was allowed to leave the store. The incident caused the man to be humiliated, disgraced, and injured in his feelings emotionally and mentally. It was so severe that it caused the death of Fernando. That's the man's name. I want to know, okay, 
So they're saying that this man is not an employee. That's fucked up. Second of all, how bad was the bathroom? And what was this quote unquote mess? Like, did you leave shit stains on the floor? But still, at the end of the day, you don't tell a customer, like, you gotta go clean your fucking, you gotta go clean your mess. I mean, you you really can't do that. But I need more evidence. I need more evidence. Is this on a tape somewhere? Like, I wanna see the Walgreen employee insulting this man to clean up his mess. And what kind of mess? I wanna know the mess. But Walgreens in Orlando, shame on you. It's really fucked up. I really hope the family gets justice on that too, but that's that's just crazy. Oh, oh, oh Jesus. Here we go. A few customers at a McDonald's in North Carolina were offered more than just a side of fries with their order. A video posted to YouTube captures the moment of happy drivers who were offered an order of obscene comments with their happy meals. Well, that's not wordy, right? The restaurant was in Newburn and has, I guess Newburn is in, is this, okay, this sounds like this is, oh, this is North Carolina. Okay, so here we got a two minute video. I'm pulling it up right now. Let's see if we can get this. What? Okay. Oh, here we go. Not too long enough. You know, I'm actually on the toilet right now, and I'm just gonna serve you your food. Now I'm gonna wash my hands. I'm trying to get some special sauce out right now. So, if you couldn't hear what he said, the kid said, "I'm trying to sit on the toilet and get some special sauce out right now." Oh my God. That's disgusting. First of all, keep talking, people. This is weird. Oh, here we go. Sounds like sex noises. Sounds like porn. Yep, that sounds like porn. So it sounds like they have porn in the background of this. Oh my God. So the Daily Mail has a full um, release about this, but oh wow. They're saying that the, the employee of McDonald's left the headset somewhere and that's where the kid I don't know if it was like an, an underage kid or not, but the, the hacker said, you know, I'm actually on the toilet right now and I'm going to serve you your food. I'm not even going to wash my hands. I'm trying to get some special sauce right now. And then for a moment, they say in the video, the Thompson continues and said, you know what? Just pull forward because I'm going to give you whatever the fuck I feel like giving you. Wow. Well, why do I feel like this is not the only time that McDonald's has done this? Like, you know, there's probably some ratchet ass McDonald's that have done this. Like, we've seen it. They got rats in the food. You have people jerking off. Like, what about the motherfucker that, well, I mean, he wasn't an employee of McDonald's, but still he jerked off into a chicken sandwich. Like, come on. This is the first time we've ever, like, heard of McDonald's situations getting out of hand. But I hope they get the person. First of all, shame on you, McDonald's worker, for leaving the fucking headset. Like, come on. You don't just leave the headset just laundering around. Sounds like someone just didn't give a fuck. That's really what it was. Someone didn't give a fuck. And they didn't give a fuck about their job that day. And they said, fuck it. I'm, I'm out this bitch. I'm just gonna just ruin my job. Let some kid fucking jerk off all my food and all that. Whatever. People are just stupid. They're stupid. It's talking about uh, and talking about stupid. Your girl is still trying to find a Nintendo classic, and I really can't. And it's really fucking pissing me off. Fucking Urban Outfitters had a flash sale, but get this: 
Nordstrom's right now is selling a stone in a leather case for 85 fucking dollars. I cannot make this piece of shit up. It is literally a fucking stone in a in a leather pouch that you could probably find at the 99 cent store and the rock looks like something that's just lying outside. Like you can go to fucking Home Depot, probably find the same rock and the leather pouch and there you go. But motherfuckers are really trying to buy an $85 stone from Nordstrom's. Currently right now on this uh, new site that I'm looking at, it looks like they took the item off the shelf because of people, people haven't been complaining, but apparently people have been buying this. Apparently people were buying it and they're saying that the company Made Solid, which designs the leather rock combo, told BuzzFeed News that it is their most consistent, popular item. And it's not a joke. What the fuck does this stone do? It, I'm, I'm shitting, I'm not, I'm not making this shit up, you guys. Just go and look, just go and look up the Made Solid Leather Wrap Stone. Just type that in. 85 fucking dollars. Would you spend that kind of money on a fucking rock? This, and, but then again, is this the same America that voted for Trump? Y'all had that stupid fucking rock as a, as a pet in the 70s. We can't forget that, you know, America's unforgivable for that. Motherfuckers were really buying a pet rock. A thing you could have easily just gotten outside of mommy and daddy's backyard. But now we're taking a step further and we're buying rocks in a leather pouch for 85 fucking dollars. And we wonder why people laugh at us out of the country. Cause we buy shit for $85 that's not gonna do anything at all. It's just gonna sit there collecting fucking dust. And if you're one of those assholes who bought it, take a picture and send it to me and then fucking kick yourself in the head. Kick yourself in the fucking head. This is somebody who clearly just has money coming out their ass and they just wipe that shit and say, oh, it's nothing. $85 is nothing. I'll buy a fucking rock. Fucking rich ass motherfuckers buying some shit. $85 for a goddamn... I'm done. Do you know what $85 can get me? $85 gets me half of my home insurance. $85 can put gas in my tank. $85 can buy me like, oh, I don't know, about six bottles of wine. Maybe even eight. If I'm lucky at BevMo. Fuck that. $85 can just buy me a whole shit ton. Of, I can buy a whole shit ton of weed. That can last me for three fucking weeks. $85 fucking dollars. $85 fucking dollars for a goddamn rock. In a fucking leather pouch. Stupid. A fucking satchel. A fucking satchel in a rock. But y'all like this. Christmas season just brings out the craziness out of this. Again, cuffing season. You know what's really crazy? I was telling my bestie over the weekend, since we're talking about cuffing season, I'm so sick and tired. I really am, I'm really thinking about deleting my Facebook. I shit you not, people. It's, it's only Wednesday. And since Saturday, I have now seen 22 people getting engaged. 22 people getting engaged and having fucking babies. I'm done. I'm over here just trying to survive as a single fucking woman. And y'all just popping out rings like it's no other. It's like Oprah is playing this sick ass joke. You got a ring, you got a ring, you got a ring. Like, did y'all just plan this? 2016 gone to shit, so we might as well just all get fucking engaged. I guess maybe I should just pull a stunt. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna pull an engagement stunt. Since people think, you know, apparently I'm pregnant, people think I'm married, people think I got children already, people think I got a man, like a husband. I'm like, oh, well shit, must be fucking nice that y'all know my life. I'm gonna put it on my Facebook as my final post because I'm getting the fuck off of Facebook. I'm fucking done. I'm fucking done. Fuck this cuddly season. I'm getting get engaged myself. Can I put that on Facebook? Am I allowed to put that engaged to self? Cause I mean, everybody getting engaged. Fuck it. And if I wasn't a sexually conscious person, I would pull, oh, I think we got a call. South 
fires the airplane. I want to apologize for my crazy. No worries. Have a nice night. Ay, ay, ay. But seriously, people, cuffing season. How to go find a boyfriend? I saw some funny memes that were talking about the cuffing season. You know, it's just like the drafting season right now. You should already be like week two in your cuffing season. By Super Bowl, you should be like already giving your cuffing season buddy like a blowjob every fucking day, they say. Then by Valentine's Day, by February 12th, by February 12th, you should be saying goodbye. So enjoy your nice fucking short ass, short ass relationship called the cupping season relationship. If you survive through the holidays, please don't give your cupping buddy a gift. The only thing you won't give him is some dick. Be like, baby, what you want for Christmas? Some dick. And you'd be like, baby, what you want for Christmas? Some pussy. That's all. Don't give your cuffing buddy a fucking diamond. Fucking don't even take their asses to the movies. Be like, I got you Netflix. Oh, you already got Netflix? I'm gonna I'm gonna get you Hulu. Oh, you already got Hulu? I'll give you that that horror one. Is it chiller? What's the what's the one that is now like the Netflix support? Give them that shit. Give them the Broadway one too. That's what I really want for Christmas. I want subscriptions to the Broadway thing and the fucking um, Halloween thing, the the horror movies for Netflix. I want that shit. That's cupping season. That's yes, Shutter. That's what I want. Give me the Shutter subscription. Give me the Cricket subscription. There we go. That's Netflix and chill for the whole fucking season. That's what you get your cutty buddy. You give him shit that's going to enhance the sex life for cuffing season. Give him shit that, you know, they already have. Box of condoms, a bag of lube, a washcloth, some soap. There you go. The simple shit. The shit that you need. Okay? That's all you need to fucking give him. Be like, oh, remember those condoms that we were talking about? Yeah. Merry Christmas. Let's fucking use them. You can even give them a fucking tuggy. That's a thing for your dick. If you want to like dress it up as a reindeer or a fucking candy cane, that's what you give your cuddy buddy. I don't want to hear anybody say, oh, I got a cuddy buddy, you know, for the cuffing season. And man, we, we went skiing. I took her out skiing. I took her to the movies. I took her to, um, I took her to, to Disneyland and I took her to Knott's Berry Farm. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Cause that's your girlfriend. You don't take your cuddy buddy nowhere. You keep him inside. And you fuck the shit out of him until kingdom comes, when hell freezes over. You fuck him until February 12th. I'm serious. That is the rule. Look it up. That's a cuddy buddy. Cuffing season. And while you're cuffing, do it right. So put a fucking condom on it. Because like I said, this is when motherfuckers get potent. I'm telling you, they get really fucking potent. Really fucking potent. And I'm not saying important. I'm talking about your dick being potent with seeds to fucking put a baby in me. Okay? It's December. You wonder why a lot of babies are born in the spring? Because motherfuckers be fucking like rabbits in the cold and forgetting that you have to put a condom on it. Or you're going to bust a nut in her. And then it's like... Nine months later, hey, remember that nice charade we had, you know, where we're just having sex every day and, you know, not using condoms. Well, bitch, I'm pregnant. I'm serious. Shut it in, but strap up. I, I am all for sex capades. Have sex all day. Have sex all weekend. If you get snowed in, fucking just fuck all over the cabin. Warm that motherfucker up. But bust nuts and condoms. This pull-out method, stop that. Stop that. <laughs> really, pull-out method doesn't work. I mean, hell, I need to stop being in the spur of the moment and fucking the main dick <clears throat> without a condom, too. I gotta learn. I was telling my girls today, I was like, damn, I need to stop slipping. You know, but thank God I'm, I'm consistent with my birth control. I'm also going through gym withdrawals, so I really need to go to the gym like, tomorrow. I am going to go to the gym tomorrow. But again, people, when it comes to cupping season, just do it right. Do it fucking right. Okay? This guy just said, pull out belt, black belt for 10 years. And uh, in those 10 years... How often did you get checked for STDs, STIs? I don't know. 
bumps, hair bumps, in those 10 years of professionally pulling out, how often did you get yourself sexually screened? Okay, well still, it doesn't matter. Wife, you can have shit. I'm just saying, just because you're married doesn't mean shit. Doesn't mean shit. People get shit all the time, even with their partners. I'm serious. You should still get tested even though you're married. I'm so serious. People don't understand. You can develop shit and be with the same partner for 10, 15, 20, 30 years. Things develop all the time. You know, you might not wash yourself thoroughly. Things happen. Just take care of yourself. But I'm glad that you and your wife are strong and in the pullout game, you know, bust them nuts, snip, snip, do what you got to (laughs) do. There you go. But again, people, I hope you guys enjoyed the show, minus all the randomness. But I got to say, we're almost, we're getting close. We're getting close. December 11th, if you wonder why you got broken up with, it's because it's prominent. Again, cupping season. Be smart about it. If you're going to be sexually forward, be smart about it. And remember that safe sex is the best hot sex. Until next Wednesday night, I might have to call on my girl, Kenzie Taylor. Because Kenzie and I, like, we really have been trying to make plans, but I really should see what the fuck Kenzie is doing. I fucking love her, and I fucking miss her, and I know y'all too, too. So you know what? I'm going to hit up Kenzie Taylor, see if she can come to Earplay next week. And also, don't forget, the last Late Night Tea episode of 2016 is going to be next week. So make sure that on Wednesday, you're here on Periscope on the Ms. Radio Sapphire channel for Sapphire's Earplay. Then get ready on December 8th. No, no, sorry. December 15th for late night tea. It's going to be the last late night tea before we go on holiday break. And I believe next, um, and like I said, next Wednesday, the 14th might be the last ear play. I might squeeze in one more on the 24th, on the 21st, but we'll see. But again, I, I wanted to let you guys all know safe sex is the best hot sex. Remember, you can reach me at Ms. Radio Sapphire on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Periscope, as well as Xbox. I do only have Xbox. I do not have PS4 and all that. Also, if you're one, if you're like asking me to add you on Xbox, just add me. It's easier. Um, I'll add you back. I'll do it tonight. I haven't been on Xbox in like three weeks and I'm going through rituals on that too. So also remember, you can always hit me up, sapphiresearplay at gmail.com. Also that phone number, since y'all just are so scared, you can always send me a text message with your sexuality questions, all right? That's 323-375-4018. Until next week, safe sex is the best hot sex. Good night. Thanks for listening. If you sexy motherfuckers can't get enough, be sure to subscribe to Sapphire's Airplay on iTunes and Podomatic.